This podcast was sponsored by and recorded at Crossings Pub and Eatery on Hyde Park. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever you may be listening. We welcome you back to another edition of the Vickers Crossing podcast coming to you again from Crossings Pub and Eatery, Hyde Park Road in London, Ontario. And my name is Rob Henderson, and I'm the rector and priest at Holy Trinity St. Stephen's Memorial Anglican Church in London. And I'm here again with Kevin. And I too, I'm in London, the fourth city. Um, <laughs> My name is Kevin George. I am the rector of uh, St. Aidan's Church, also located in London, London apparently. Ontario. That's right. Uh, voted, as uh, Huffington Post has pointed out, the second best London in the world for the 161st year. Well, good for us. <laughs> it's, ni- it's nice to know we're on the map. <laughs> That's, That's right. And so, That's right. uh, yeah, so I'm happy to be back here, too, in our uh, relatively new surroundings here at Crossings. We're normally in another room, and we've been, we've been switched to a larger room just to accommodate our egos. <laughs> yeah, because this is a big room. <laughs> big time. Big time. No, but we're still upstairs, and we're, uh, we're at Crossings, and we invite you to drop by Crossings anytime you happen to be in the area for a... For a bite to eat or a night out or a delicious or a cold beverage. cold beverage. What are you drinking, no, I don't Rob? know. You ordered it for me again. It is what a Muskoka you... Detour. How is Muskoka it? Muskoka Detour is delicious, crisp, clean. Yep. And a good summer drink for the patio. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, Which... I've switched off onto some Plymouth gin okay uh because of the whole diabetic thing yeah and um uh and you know how much better that is than yeah. beer <laughs> and uh, we were discussing earlier i wonder what do you get when you cross uh you know alcoholism diabetes and gout <laughs> i think i get nine toes instead of ten but we'll see where that ends but uh nice cold appropriate beverages so uh please come by and see the friends at crossings uh stephen rogers manages the place say hello to him yeah. thank him for giving us a space and the resources to get this show on the road yeah I know they've been a great uh, partner with us, yeah. so uh, so it's uh, it's good to be back here once again to uh, chat again at the Vickers Crossing. One of the questions I get, I've been asked a couple of times because a couple of people have just found the podcast is is what do you where did this all come from? Mm-hmm. So if you're a first time listener or you're just joining the show, this is Kevin and I, two priests who spend a lot of time in pubs and restaurants and in cars chatting about our faith and how it intersects with life in the public square and life outside of our own parishes. And one day we had a little epiphany and said, well, why don't we just do a podcast about that's it right. and talk about it? So that's kind of where it all began. Yep. And we Rob, Rob ran down the road, threw his clothes off and said, Eureka! <laughs> <laughs> We've got it. <laughs> and everyone else yelled, avert thine Av- eyes. Avert thine eyes. <laughs> and run. So, great. Well, today we're, we've got a special guest that's uh, come into town. Uh, Steve Green's going to be joining us here today. And we welcome Steve. How are you, buddy? I'm good. This is awesome. Good. This is Fantastic. good to see you. Thank yeah, you the invitation. Reverend, the Reverend Steve Green, who's uh, just Steve. Parish just is, just Steve. is is where? Where is your parish? So it's known as the South Huron Regional Ministry, right? In Exeter, Grand Bend, and Port Franks. Okay. S H R M. Yes. S H R M. Yes. Right. And you are H T S S M. Yeah. And I'm I'm S T A. S T A. A. And that's it. So Steve's here today to chat about his journey a little bit. About his current vocation and uh, and his life in in ministry and in the public square and we're, square and we're also going to be discussing a bit of a an event that Steve is organizing here in London. So we're going to get to that in just a couple minutes. Awesome, so thank you, thank you. To Thanks for coming, Steve. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So what's going on, uh, producer Ian? How are you? 
I'm all right. Qantas is over. And Kiwanis I can is over. relax a little bit more now. And you get a chance to put your feet up a little bit and catch your breath. Yeah. I think so, Producer Ian had a big night, didn't he? Well, I was going to say, last night uh, we were out with uh, Ian and his family at a special event with the Oak Ridge Optimist Club. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> they let the Oak Ridge Pessimist, Kevin George, right. come in. <laughs> yeah. He, he, Kevin belongs to another club. <laughs> yeah. um, so do you want to toot your horn a little bit here? Come on. It was a good night. Yeah. We're proud of you. So what, what was last night about? So I got an award for Youth Volunteer. Um, I don't. I still can't remember the official title um, of the award, but it was, it was recognizing um, a bunch of youth uh, who volunteer their time in the community and in a whole bunch of stuff. And I that so yeah yeah yeah, yeah no it's great and you're was, uh, well uh, deserved and there are a lot of youth from different high schools incredible in the stories and, uh, they brought yeah wonderful stories of how they're mm-hmm. taking part in their communities and in their churches and in their volunteer clubs and their schools and and uh, so it's really neat check out our uh, facebook page and you'll see photos from the night of uh, ian and his family and uh, morgan sherlock who uh, nominated them morgan some of you may remember we had a guy in from uh, uh Wheatley one day he's a lot like Morgan I'm just <laughs> saying guy, yeah. yeah and uh but uh also some photos of the whole group and Ian is being a bit modest when he says I do some of that stuff but he was nominated by Morgan who's our youth minister at St. Aidan's for um the care and attention he gives to us two middle-aged priests uh in coming to do all the sound engineering and, pr- and production of this podcast as well as the musical writing for the uh all the music you hear on the intro as well as the music for that all-important segment asking anything yeah. is all written and performed by ian and uh, at the church he's come and performed at a couple of fundraisers he comes out and sings on the corner when we're having caroling freezing his fingers and his other patushis off yeah. and uh he's uh We've had some continuing education events lately at the church, and it requires uh, some live stream of people from across the country. And you know who's there to set it up? Producer Ian. There we go. So he's a, he's an incredible young man, and we saw, I think there were about 20 of them, Rob? Yeah, there were boats. Yeah. Uh, men, young men and young women. And, and they were ages like 10 to... 17, 18. Yeah. I was yeah. one of the oldest You were one of the there. oldest ones. Yeah. There was a 10-year-old girl. It was a, yeah, incredible. Doing all this this volunteering in her school and helping yeah. the younger kindergarten yeah. kids. And it was like There's one kid there. He's like studying taxidermy. Taxidermy, yeah. That's <laughs> it hit right. me a little nervous. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I hope it wasn't a show and tell night. You know? <laughs> And this is Uncle Fred. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I don't mean to. I'm just bringing levity, but I got to tell you, all of them, every one of them, their, their little CVs great. that were in the thing were great. Mm-hmm. And and hats off to the uh, optimists of Oak Ridge Acres mm-hmm. uh, who put this event together now for the last four years to honor like 15, 20 every year, yeah. uh, young people. And, uh, and all the recipients received monies to give toward a, a, charity. a charity of their choice yeah. so they could direct it to... Uh, to where they wanted it to go, yeah. So and where did you send yours, Ian? Jesse's Journey. Jesse's, Jesse's Journey. Yeah. Yeah. One so of our John early Davidson, guests. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, John was here a little while ago. Who I accidentally yeah. called Mike. Mark, Oops. I believe you called no, him called Mark. Him Mark, yeah. Mark? Oh, well. Yeah. Now you're calling him Mike. <laughs> his name, his wow, name is John. Okay. I'm sorry, John, if you're listening. That's right. Um, Checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. Checks in the mail. All right. Good, so that's that. So, But Ian's popularity continues to grow. Right, right. Now, that's, since we got Ian uh, on the mic here and he's all warmed up, we have another edition of a very popular segment of the Vickers Crossing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now to listen to another response from Ian as we turn to Ask Ian Anything. 
Well, thank you, Rob, for setting that up so beautifully. Uh, this is uh, that all-important segment that we come to each week where we get to hear from our listeners who are riveted and absolutely gobsmacked at the person that is Ian Stevenson, producer Ian as we know him, hashtag. Um, and uh, today's question comes from a listener who is in Toronto, Ontario, uh, a man named Andrew Sasso. And uh, Andrew, originally from Windsor, uh, great guy. And uh, Andrew has a very important question for Ian, which is going to require some discernment and thought, I think, uh, specifically wondering um, what, uh, as a purveyor of music, as somebody who writes music and somebody who loves music, Andrew wanted to know of the music that is current today, things that you listen to. He used the word radio, but that's just dinosaurs like us use words like that. So he means, <laughs> he means what you listen to anywhere. Uh, what song would best reflect Rob Henderson? And what song would you say would best reflect Kevin George? So I actually saw this comment. I think you got it from Facebook. I actually yeah, saw this yeah. one. And it took me a solid week to figure out <laughs> what I would answer this. And I still am not confident with my answers. But here we go. So for Rob, um, one of my, since we're born on the same birth, on the same day. Yeah, Ian and I have the same, same day. Birth, so yeah. March 29th. And... One of my favorite songs. A few years apart, I'd like to say. Just a little bit, like two, maybe. Decades. (laughs) Anyway, so one of my favorite songs is a song called uh, December uh, by a group called Neck Deep. Um, And I listened to that (laughs) song. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. It's just so funny. I'm usually the one who's neck deep. (laughs) But go ahead. Anyway, they're they're original. I think they're a Welsh group. Um, Anyway, so they have a song called December. Um, and I listened to it a lot in New York and I don't know, it's just, it's one of my favorite songs. And since we're born on the same birthday, I feel like you would also enjoy it. Okay. What are, give me a couple of lyrics. Can you... Um, they're not, um, podcast appropriate. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, well, right. that would, that makes me. all the sense. <laughs> yeah. That would suit yeah. me. Um, cause nor am I podcast appropriate. Of course. That's right. Um, and then for Kevin, yeah. um, he's the one who introduced me to, what was that one band called? The Avid Brothers, maybe? The other one. Ooh. Um, the Fortunate Ones. Oh, the Fortunate... Yeah, the Fortunate yeah. Ones from Newfoundland. Yeah. Uh, husband and wife, great, great yeah. couple. They're pretty cool. Um, but the band that I thought of was another Canadian band um, mm. called uh, The Arkells. Probably mm. heard of yes, them. Um, one of their songs is called Hand Me Downs, and it's, it's very energetic, which reminds <laughs> me of Kevin, which is... You know, pretty fair enough to say. Oh, yeah. um, and as I look at you dressed today, ready to go painting when we're done. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got on my Vickers Crossing shirt. is the perfect title. And my yeah. trucker's hat. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is great. That's and good. now the challenge will be, mm-hmm. asking in anything, is once we're near finished today and you've heard Steve, uh-huh. I want you to name the song that will best describe Steve Green. Okay. 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 you got okay. about a half hour to come <laughs> up with it. All right. <laughs> All right. Do you want to introduce our, sure. um, so, our guest a little more? I guess Kevin? by way of introduction, I, I, I'm going to let Steve introduce himself, but uh, I've gotten to know Steve just a little bit through uh, when I came to the city. Steve was uh, still at uh, Huron University finishing things up and had opportunity to hear him preach a couple times through uh, various um, preaching festivals at Huron College and so on, as it was called then, Huron University College. And... Um, Steve also had uh, spent some time with us at St. Aidan's briefly while he was waiting uh, to get a call. And right. uh, the people were fortunate to hear him preach there, too, which was a real gift. Thank and uh, always wanting to get to know more about him. And so we're just really thrilled to be bringing him into St. Aidan's for an event we'll talk about a little bit later here. 
but also uh, this is a good opportunity for us here on the Vickers Crossing to have you with us. So welcome, Steve. And why don't you share with our listeners uh, from C to C to C and beyond mm-hmm. a little bit about yourself, your background. Uh, sure. I know you're not originally from the area, but something's brought you, know you here. And uh, yes. you might be able to share a bit of that with our listeners. And uh, let's go from there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Rob. Thank you as well, Ian. Uh, this is really cool. This is a fantastic platform. So born and raised in the best city in the world, Montreal. Uh, so I'm a Habs fan. Ole, ole, right. ole, ole. <laughs> yeah, you're in the Trace. right spot. That's right, buddy. You've arrived. You've landed on the proper podcast here. I'm a Unfortunately, happy Unfortunately, they're out of the playoffs. But well, hey, we're building, man. We are. We are. Yeah. We are. So born and raised in Montreal. Uh, went to a private school. Um, came from a single-parent home. My mom uh, worked four jobs. Wow. Um, mm. In order to make things meet. Went to a private school. Uh, selling house. So back in oh, the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I have an older brother, Michael, who still lives in Montreal, and so uh, I was born and raised at Anglican Church, mm. baptized at, uh, like, what, five months old, it's five months old, I was baptized, confirmed all that whole gamut at St. Philip's Anglican Church, was in the choir since I was five years old, mm. uh, so my family's from Barbados, so my brother and I are first generation oh, okay. Canadians, mm. so it was a really cool time. Um, Grew up in that community of Anglican Church, but then obviously get older, you're like, yeah, this is nonsense to me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is- and Steve arrives at the place we're at. <laughs> and this is why Steve has been invited on the Vickers Crossing. <laughs> this is nonsense. But now he's going to go ahead and burst our bubble. <laughs> Continue. So, yeah, I'm 12 and 13 years old, I and mean, this, is, this is nonsense. Like, why am I coming here every Thursday to do choir practice and every Sunday morning to do choir practice? So, basically, it was a rote. Uh, ritual basically and just going to church and all that good stuff and then uh, got older graduated high school and then uh, my deviant ways came in basically in regards to uh, partying quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, so some good times some nights I don't remember to be honest with you <laughs> uh, but yeah so from that um, my faith dropped tremendously just on the continuous routine just going to church and not really caring about it uh, so sports to me was my god um, Played football, did rugby, did wrestling, did all different sports, uh, but I never true to my faith seriously. Um, a major hit came in 1996 when my mom died, so I was 21 years old. Mm. Uh, so coming from a single-parent home, my, all my family and the rest of them, except for uh, my mom, were all the Montreal, but she died in 1996. And so from that, uh, my faith really crashed. Um, so yeah, I went to a tailspin basically, make a very, very long story short. Went to a tailspin, um, drugs, um, a whole bunch of other nonsense, debauchery, basically the prodigal son activity came into play. Um, basically at the age of 23, turned to 24, had a baby girl born uh, who's now going to University of Ottawa, mm. um, health sciences, so I'm very proud of her. Um, and so yeah, things got worse. Um, then I moved, so I moved from Montreal to good old Toronto. Um, so finally, oh, crap, I'm going to be a dad, which <laughs> yeah. scared the crap out of me. I never had a dad. Yeah. I was like, I'm, how do I become a dad? So anyways, mm-hmm. from that, uh, moved to a small town called Arthur, Ontario. Uh, if you ever heard of it, it's about 30 minutes northwest of Guelph, mm-hmm. um, by which uh, my girlfriend's dad was racist, so... For those who don't know me, I'm a, I'm a black guy, so to be in a very small community, about 2,000 people, 
and there's only like four black people ah. and they'll know your name very quickly because yeah. there's only four black people. Yeah. Um, legit. It's like, hey, you're Steve. How do you, how do you yeah. know? Cause yeah. How'd you figure the... that out? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's Steve the black guy. Exactly. <laughs> Any, anybody see Fred the black guy today? Exactly. exactly. Hey, do um, you know where Tommy the black exactly, guy is? Exactly. I the four of you together. <laughs> So, the, yeah, the black community is very, very small in Arthur, Ontario. Um, so, did basically manual jobs, framing, roofing. Uh, what else did they do? Um, worked at a car plant in there, did agricultural work there. Uh, but my faith, once again, just plummeted. So, didn't really care about God, ran away from God, still had a beautiful daughter, trying to learn um, on how to be a good father, how to be, a, yeah, be responsible uh, financially and also in that familial respect. So yeah, then basically broke up, moved from basically Arthur, Ontario to Elora, from Elora, um, online dating, which does work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plenty of fish.com. Oh, yes. <laughs> How do you know that website? <laughs> I know them all, baby. I know them all. You know them all. <laughs> I've heard every story there is to hear. We're having a chat after the podcast. Okay, buddy, we need to talk. Catherine Ann, don't worry. I don't know how to use plentyoffish.com. I've just heard a lot about plentyoffish.com. Um, so yeah, I make a very long story short, and I won't take too much time on this, but yeah, met a beautiful woman who's my wife now, Tracy. Um, and the first time I was down in London, she's born and raised a Londoner. Uh, we're meeting in front of the London Convention Center, and so I pass by and say, "Hey, you must be you must be Tracy." She goes, "Yeah." So we went for a date, and I, to me, it was love at first sight. To her, it was not. It took her about. Well, she's she's still working on her. Yeah, she's still working on the side. <laughs> How many years has been, Steve? Yeah, she's still working on it. So, yeah, for me, it was like, oh, you're right. For, and for her, she's like, just like, eh. Exactly. You got to work on I this. Think I, might be, I think we might be able to work with this. Yeah, we, we may. We may. <laughs> well, um, well, so, yeah, I'm very blessed on, yeah, got married. We uh, coming up to eight years next month in May. So, very, very blessed. Uh, we have a lot of kids, which I'm very blessed on adopting and also fostering another one right now. Oh, so, you. five kids plus one right now and yeah it's been very very good so uh, for many people who know me i married up tremendously like tracy <laughs> has been legitimately a godsend she's uh challenged my faith when we first met she knew i was a very and legitimately a, a very angry black man didn't care about god cursed a lot um would manipulate a whole bunch of situations or to say this is god's word which is a horrible thing to do but i had to I have to admit it and and she called me out every single time like mm. legitimately she said you're this is bs like you can't yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. be saying you, you're a christian or a christ folder you're constantly doing this nonsense um so yeah she's still working me out she is uh trying to iron out my edges and so forth however i'm blessed i'm blessed good so, yeah good for you so what was there well now you can see it in retrospect maybe see a bigger picture. Yeah. Was there a moment where you went uh, that, that aha moment or that moment where you went, wait a minute, I got to, I got to turn here. I got to, I got to, like yeah. you mentioned the prodigal son, I'm thinking there oh, yeah. a point where you say, I'm going, I'm going to start walking home. Absolutely. Oh yeah. 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 Um, a critical moment was, uh, I mean, I'm in Arthur. I'm talking to a good friend who's in Montreal. Um, and I wanted to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. So I was at a point in my life in which, uh, so my quote unquote stepdad or my dad-in-law, whatever I call him, um, Hated my guts, I'm black. Got a young girl in my life. Um, work is not going very well. My relationship with my ex-girlfriend is horrible. And so I'm like, screw this. Like, I'm done. Mm. I'm done. So I call my good friend, who I trusted tremendously, who was a very, very faithful Christian man. And he says, uh, you can't be doing that. So he says, if you want to commit suicide, that's up to you, buddy. Uh, there's some struggles you need to work out. We want to talk and share. However, what happens if you do take your own life, 
and we're going to do it. So I said, I'm going to go do it downstairs and hang myself. She goes, what happens when your daughter comes down the stairs and sees this body? Mm. How are you going to able to repair that? Yeah. And I said, in my arrogance, uh, I don't care. I'm done. And so he's like, that's not a responsible answer. And you can't be a father of that name. You can't be doing that, Steve. So he's still with me. My good friend, Don, who is in Montreal, part of the Hockey Ministries International. Uh, we still talk. We still challenge each other uh, theologically. And he's like, you can't be doing this. So yeah. that was a critical point in which he turned me around, right. gave me grace and love and mercy yeah. and spoke yeah. to my yeah. life and said, okay, now you're going to work north. Another critical part was also Tracy, which she flipped me around and said, okay, great, you're seeing this stuff, but you're backsliding. Mm-hmm. So those two critical people in my life have have really changed me to head north yeah. uh, to yeah. say, okay, Jesus is the way. Start walking it. Like, you can talk all the smack you want, but you're not going to walk it and be fruitful in this. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's powerful yeah. stuff, man. That's uh, powerful incredible. Stuff. Yeah. And at some point you decided that the best place to go north is in the church, which is a little shocking. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so how did that happen? Uh, like seminary, you mean? Yeah. Well, you came back to the church. You said you've fallen away from it. So I did. I did. So uh, what tra- brought you back to church? It was Tracy once Tracy? again. Tracy. It was. So she. You went know, to we need to get work. Tracy on this show. We She's should. Yeah. Yeah. Forget yeah. about yeah. me. Just yeah. get her. Yeah. <laughs> Next guest. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, went. Uh, she went to North Park Church, which is northeast yes. of London. Yeah. Uh, great community, and so she went there, quote unquote, religiously, and so. She invited me and said, hey, you want to come to this church? Uh, it's not Anglican. It's not Roman Catholic. And her background is Roman Catholic. So I like, you want to come and just check this out? And so I was flabbergasted on the openness, the hospitality, the, the great teaching. Dom Russo, who's now in Montreal, mm-hmm. is one of the uh, leading pastors there, who also was a professor at Huron University College. Um, it was great teaching. So I was like, I'm stunned on the openness here and how they, they're doing church and the preaching was phenomenal, especially by Dom. And so it was like, this is how you're supposed to do church. Um, so yeah, I went there for a good three, four years and then I got hooked into seminary, <laughs> which Why? congratulations. Why? Ding, 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 you're a winner. And for you, sir, we have a prize. You get a life of uncertainty exactly. and join the pessimist of Oak Ridge Acres. <laughs> I'm kidding, folks. I'm kidding. Oh, wow. So, yeah, then, so way back in, I had my own business from um, 2011, 2013 called Game Changers, so which I would train the kids from ages 8 to 22 on football and for hockey. Oh, good stuff. Um, And so from the training one day, I was training one kid, and his dad is Jeff Crittenden, who's a senior pastor at United Church. Yeah, great football kid. Oh, he's a great kid. He's fantastic. And so yeah. Jeff one day comes to me and says, hey, Steve, I think you should become a priest. I'm like, that is the stupidest <laughs> thing you've ever said to me. And he's one of my mentors. I'm like, why, why God's holy name? First of all, I hate God. Number two, why would I want to become a priest? Like, how much money do you make? Right. And he's like, you're missing the point. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's be honest here. In a year's time, I'll make more than you make. So finance is critical to me. So why would I do this? Yeah, so it's, such a, it's such a great story because the exact same words came out of the mouth of my wife when I said, what do you think about me? What do you think about me becoming a priest? And she said, are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind, Robert? <laughs> same thing. Yeah. So yeah, so no, Jeff's like, listen, I need you to go to the dean who at that time was um, Dean Danaher. Um, and he said, I just want you to set up an appointment with him. Just promise me an hour, an hour's time. Talk with him. If he accepts you, just think about it. If he doesn't accept you, that's cool. Mm. Can you promise me you'll do that? Cool. So 10 minutes in our conversation, he's like, I got no problem with you, but you're in. 
for the next 50 minutes, I was arguing with him. I don't want to be part of the seminar. <laughs> oh, jeez. And so he's like, okay, what You lost you? the argument, I gather. Yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, yeah. no, I lost it. Well, I thought I won that one. I went back home to Tracy. Well, you didn't. No, well, yeah, true. At the end, true. The finality is <laughs> I'm obviously a priest. But speaking to Tracy, she's like, yeah, I already knew this. Like, I already knew in our conversation. So then... I was like, all right, I'll go to seminary, and then, yeah, now I'm an Anglican priest, which is odd. And you also have a, um, uh, a lot of kids. We do. We do with the United Nations at our house. Yeah. <laughs> tell us, tell us they all, Yeah, tell us a bit about that, where they're from. And... Uh, so we have five kids. Two of them are adopted. One of them right now we're fostering. Um, so one of the great ministries of Tracy is fostering kids, speaking mm. to the lives of love. And so... Am I allowed to give names or no? You can do whatever oh, you beautiful. want. If okay. you're allowed to give them, we're yeah, okay. cool. It's your comfort level, not oh, ours. I, 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 no problem. Yeah. So we have Divine, who's 27 years old, lives in Ottawa, um, who is the brother of Trinity and Joshua, which I'll get to soon. Um, we have Zachary, who's now 20, who's living in, in London. 19-year-old is Autumn, who's in Ottawa, University of Ottawa. 10-year-old, who is Trinity. And nine year old who's Josh. Uh-huh. So Trinity and Josh and Divine have the same mom, different dads. Okay. And so uh, we come up to four years. I officially we were able to adopt Joshua and Trinity. Call them Greens, and they're my daughter and my son. I love them tremendously. They're great. Mm-hmm. Divine, because we knew him after he turned eighteen, yeah. he's not officially known as or somebody still call him son. He calls his mom and dad. Yeah. Biologically, Autumn is mine. Biologically, uh, Zachary is Tracy's. Okay. So we have this whole. So we have. Uh, you have a blended family. Yeah. It's good. So yeah, yeah um, Trinity is First Nations, um, and also biracial. Joshua is also biracial. Divine is also biracial. Uh, we have Zachary who is Caucasian. So we would go down the street. It's, <laughs> it's a horrible <laughs> thing to say, but it's true. So we're walking all together. <laughs> I was like, so. Who's your dad? Yeah. And they're like, well, yeah. he is. He's like, Who's your daddy? He's like, no, he's not. He's he's black. He's like, that, yes, he is black, but he's yeah, still my dad. Yeah, yeah, so he's like, yeah. how do, how did this work? Yeah. What did it? How did where? Did you ever so, think of taking them all back to Arthur and walking down the road? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. But be awesome. It's like, that's what the real, heck happened that's, here? That's a reality TV show yeah, yeah. you could film. We're going back to Arthur. I have multiplied the I number of. <laughs> People who are of some ethnic color. Yep. That's awesome. And, uh, we're That's gonna, awesome. We're gonna, you know, I love it. Yeah. yeah tomorrow so night you, on CTV. Exactly. Going back to <laughs> Arthur. Steve Diversity. returns to Arthur. <laughs> Diversity. Yeah. In Arthur, Diversity. Steve Green returns to Arthur <laughs> on, like CBC. on CBC. Sorry, last one is um, Caleb, who's now nine months yeah. old, who's uh, his family's from Laos. So oh, okay. we have Asian. So we have First Nations. We have Asian. We have biracial. We have... West Indian, we have Western European, so it's awesome. Oh, good for you. That's great. That's I'm blessed. Man's all over. Man's all over. No, it's yeah, fantastic. Powerful. Yeah. And, uh, these, these are Tracy. good, yeah. these are good yeah. people. You both are good people. Oh, yeah, you, are, you know, yeah. you, you say that, Tracy, you're still a, a, a work in progress. No. I don't know Tracy. But I'm, she's awesome. I, I, I gather that, and, I'm, and I, I gather the love you have for her. And I, I get it because I have a wife who is constantly working on me. <laughs> and, uh, Rob was with me the other day when she came in and worked she, on she me for a while, too. And, uh, but, uh, and I deserved it, so that's okay. That's um, you, so, uh, but uh, I, what I want to say is I do know you a bit, and, and uh, Tracy did okay, too. Like you say, she's, you know. Oh, you, I married you, up, for yeah, sure. You might have married up, but she did okay. Come okay. on. Thank you're a good thank guy. You. You're a good thank guy. You. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're yeah. a God's yeah. beloved, buddy. Amen. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So, I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, no, that's yes. great. Thanks for sharing that. That's. Oh, uh, I know a lot of our listeners will be hearing that. Yes. Yeah, I know. He's got such a powerful stuff. story, yeah, Steve. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. It's transformative stuff. It really is. Thank so you. I was going to ask you. Um, 
You were out in uh, Brandon, Manitoba. I was. Which is the Wheat City. Did you know it's that? The Wheat City, yes. Yeah, so yeah, the Brandon Wheat, wheat Kings. Kings right. Yeah. City of right. Wheat. And uh, it's not only the City of Wheat, it's also where you might find Bishop Bill Cliff standing That's in the wheat too. fields uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. singing Kumbaya, <laughs> one of his favorite songs. <laughs> and now that, is, my friends, is called sarcasm. <laughs> he, is not singing, he is not singing Kumbaya. He's <laughs> a very tall man, six foot six. And, He's a good man, yes. And uh, in Brandon, the Wheat City. Yes. Um, you were uh, looking to be leading a retreat, right? Was that what it was, or what was that? What was that it, was, um, it was kind of interesting. Uh, it was called Evangelism and Mission. Okay. And so the Diocese of Brandon invited myself and also uh, Bishop Susan Bell to come down. She's a keynote speaker. I was just there to spend some time with the youth. Okay. Um, youths. These two the, youths. With the youths. With the youths, yes. Um, Anglican youths. <laughs> That's Y-O-O-T-S, folks. Anglican youths. <laughs> Hashtag trademark Kevin George. Exactly. <laughs> My cousin Vinny, too. So yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> My cousin Vinny on Richmond Avenue. Please call them up and get your pizza. What they really like is when you call and say, hey, is this my cousin, Vinny? You still in the pizza business, Vinny? Sorry, Steve. Go ahead. No, it's all good. I like it. I like it. So, yeah, I was, I was invited to spend some time with the youth. Um, Cheryl, who is the head of the, the youth committee there, invited me to speak into their lives and tell them my testimony. And uh, most of the kids were of the First Nations community, so I met some kids who are in some horrific situations. So uh, one kid who comes to mind, uh, actually a good majority come from Easterville, it's about a six-hour drive from Brandon North. And so one kid uh, basically told me, hey, what, what are you doing here? Like, what do you want to learn and stuff about God? And he's like, no, I just came here just to get away. So you drove, you drove six hours just to get away. And then he unraveled on the drug abuse, sex abuse, the violence, the drugs that are rampant in their community. Uh, it's a constant daily existence. So I'm like, you drove six hours just to get away for a weekend. Say, like, yep. I'm like, okay. Wow. So um, to hear their stories and to share my stories on, I've done drugs, I've done alcohol, I've done all that nonsense, and to say, um, God still loves you in this situation. Um, in the heart, in the brokenness, God is a savior. So, and they believe these kids, um, eight, nine, 12, 15, 18, they have a solid faith yeah. in the redemptive power of Christ. And so I was like, hey, I want to come back. So hopefully in the fall, I'll go back up there again. Uh, but yeah, so it was just me going there, me and the kids, right. talking, sharing testimony, and yeah, right. good time. And I would imagine they'd, they'd resonate with some of the things you had to talk about because you lived it. Right? Yes. It's like, yes, okay, you're right. man, I can see it in you. And, you know, you turned a corner. I did. Thank you God. You see some hope in that. Thank right? God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I learned a lot from them as well in regards to their culture and the every day. Right. Every day is a struggle. Right. So I'm, yeah, there's some beautiful kids up there. Good. So, yes. Good. Yes. Good. I'm glad you had a chance to, to touch some lives up there. Yeah. It's it's well, yeah, it's I, I see you get around a bit to do this stuff. And I, I think it's great because I've had, like I said, I've had the opportunity to hear you speak and I know how good you are at it. So thank you. I am thank pleased you. to know that uh, Bishop William is still. Uh, bringing you around to do stuff because it's important work. I'm honored. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's very important work. These young people. Yes. Um, so one of the reasons you wanted to come and speak to us today. Yes, sir. Beyond us wanting you to come and speak to us so that people can get to know you better because you're a gift to us in the church. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Is around an event you've got coming up that you've organized that I'm a part of and I need to learn more about. <laughs> I better know what I'm doing on May the 3rd. But uh, I also need to let you know that May the 4th is my anniversary, and my wife said to me the other day, exactly when was I going to, when were you going to let me know that you had something on May the 3rd? But uh, I'm, I've got something super planned for her on the 4th, so we're well, hoping she'll forgive me. But No spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. No. Uh, May the 3rd, we're having an event at St. Aidan's. Um, it's, uh, 
it's all around preaching. So why don't you tell us about it? Um, tell us the title of the event, how people can get to know more information about it, uh, and what they're going to experience when they get there, and what exactly Kevin George will be doing when he's <laughs> taking part in that. Are you taking notes, buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're recording this, by the way. <laughs> That's awesome. So it's, it's titled Bound to the Word. Um, the reason for the title is because we are bound to the word, the living, the living God. And also bound is also a movement. So God, the Holy Spirit's always moving us to a place to challenge us and to convict us. Um, so hence that title, Bound to the Word. So it's happening Friday, May 3rd at St. Aidan's Church. So thank you very much for your community. And the reason why I chose St. Aidan's, because uh, it's a vibrant community there. So I'm always seeing the posts on Facebook and things are going on and activities and the, and the bog, Eucharist and things of that yeah. nature. So saying this is a fantastic community that takes God seriously, takes the gospel seriously. Um, so it's a great opportunity to hopefully proclaim the good news in this space. Um, so yes, um, St. Aidan's, Friday, May the 3rd at 7 p.m. And so it's for two hours. And why it's called in that regards, it's a, it's a dialogue. Right. So of eight proclaimers, one of them is uh, Mr. Franklin Davis, who was at the national level for spoken word. Okay. Um, and a critical piece besides God is of Angus Sinclair on the piano. Oh, wow. And yeah, he's so, a great gift. So yeah, he's, he's, a, yeah. he's a stud. So uh, the other seven proclaimers, seven preachers, you have uh, Lisa Pulte, um, who's at St. Andrew's Memorial. Uh, you have Hannah Score, who will be ordained May the 1st. Um, we have Rosalind Elm, who's in Brantford. Uh, Kevin George, obviously. Todd Townsend, the dean for the seminary. Um, Chris Travers, and then myself. And so each person has their own style obviously, mm-hmm. of proclamation, but also the goal is to have each person choose a style of music. Oh, okay. And so it's a constant dialogue between spoken word, proclamation, and music. Um, we did it way back in 2017 in Advent. Mm-hmm. It was myself, um, Andrew Rampton, who's now in Rupert's Land, uh, Susan Bartard, who's at Hillsburg Baptist Church, and Carl Thomas, who's at Impact in London. Um, it was just a, a trial to see what happens at Trivet in Exeter, a small community that I tried again in Paris. So now it's like, let's go big or go home, mm-hmm. uh, make it a massive event. Um, hopefully we have the church packed. Uh, and so people could not only help support the, the proceeds and the money, which goes to a critical cause in London, would be Marymount uh, Family Support and Crisis Center, but also people will hear the word of God in a different way. Um, and also a new thing was, and we got people laughing, but it's true is that Anglican preachers can still preach. <laughs> um, and so the days of John Wesley and Charles Wesley are not gone. There's yeah. some men and women who could still throw down in the name of Jesus and also have well, I'm, I'm looking forward to throwing it down. Oh, good. Amen. Amen. And so uh, we'll no, need... no, I like more than throwing it down. Okay. <laughs> So I will need can I be can I be whiter right now? No. <laughs> it's, all it's all good. Not with that hat. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited. So it costs ten dollars at the door. Um, part of the proceeds go to Marymount. Uh, we will have a display there of, of Marymount, their pamphlets and information and so forth, so people can support that. Um, and also just for an opportunity for people to not only hear the word of God in a different style for each proclaimer, but also to have different styles of music being played as they're preaching. Um, so it's constant dialogue, and the people um, who are there, please come. It's a great event. It is a constant dialogue. God is speaking to the proclaimer. Proclaimer is speaking to the people. God is speaking to Angus. Angus is speaking to the people. It's a constant dialogue of call and response. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, pack the church. I want everyone, their grandmother there. Um, people sing on top of each other so the place is packed. And then, <laughs> wow. once Fire again. Liability. <laughs> 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 Safe church. I do apologize. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, part of the proceeds go to Marymount, and we'll have um, a representative of Marymount there 
So I'm trying to get in contact with a whole bunch of other communities. Uh, Faith FM, I invited them. Very glad to be here to present to here as well to you guys on the podcast. So yeah, more people are able to come, more money is being raised, more money is raised, more families are being helped, more people can hear the good news of Jesus Christ. Good, so, yeah. good. Now it sounds like a neat idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it should be yeah. fun. Looking forward to I'm, it. I, I'm, I'm prayerfully considering what it is I should be saying. Uh, the theme is the resurrection of Jesus, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you, narrowed, I'm glad you narrowed. Glad you narrowed that down exactly. a little bit. Yeah, so I, yeah. I did send some uh, some scripture passages. Yes, so you, you did. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah no, I, I I think it's going to be a really. I mean, I joke, but it, it it's going to be a great event. People at the church are starting to ask a lot of questions about it as well. So oh, good. So this is helpful. I think people will get out and uh, perhaps even Rob. I'll have some folks from his place come out. Oh no, yeah, definitely. We're and uh, Ian, Ian, we're looking at you to get a group from uh, Central and uh, bring yeah. it out. You know. Yeah. See what I can do. Well done. We'll put a bus on. <laughs> if anyone knows of a videographer, I'd like to video it. Oh, as well. okay. So, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, so, yeah, good idea. More the merrier. I'd be honored to have as many people as possible and let's, let's rock and roll this sucker. All yeah. right. So, good. again, that's May the 3rd. What yes. time? What time? 7 p.m. Probably go until 9 p.m. $10 per person at the door. St. Aidan's Church, 1246 Oxford Street West. That's London, right. Ontario. London, yes, Ontario. Yes. In London. yes. In London. In London. In London. <laughs> So, Steve, to, to wrap up our final few minutes here, we want to just touch a little bit on, like, you know, one of the big themes here, uh, the theme here at the Vickers Crossing mm. is to talk about... Uh, how Sorry, folks. That, <laughs> that thud was me. That thud was me. I am okay. We are uh, focused on, on talking about faith in the public square and, and not only ways in which we bring our faith from outside of our church buildings into the public square, but where we yes. experience it because it's... It's, it goes on in a lot of different forms outside Absolutely. of our church. So maybe you could tell us how Absolutely. maybe you feel a little bit about how faith can intersect with the public square in positive ways or maybe some Absolutely. examples from your own ministry that you've experienced. Absolutely. Um, so I've done three so far. I'm very honored. So in Exeter, the library, we've joined Tribute and Exeter Library on art and theology. Okay. So we have a good friend who's a international stud, Will Graham from uh, Neon Crab Tattoos, who would come in. And each month would be a different style of, of medium. So it would be um, a painting of acrylics or be drawing or things of that nature. Um, so I'd be there as a presence. And some kids would be like, hey, why are you wearing a piece of plastic around your neck? <laughs> um, and talk about God. Never forcing it down their throats, but to have an open dialogue on God and why I'm there present to represent in regards to um, our participation at Trivet in this medium, art and theology. Another one I did with Game Changers back in the day was sports and theology. Okay. And so... Everyone understanding, okay, great, what you do on the field is critically important or the basketball court or the ice rink or whatever it is, but also how you behave and how you speak to the lives on those men and women who are playing sports. So sports and theology has always been critical to me, and I still speak to guys and gals who I've trained in regards to that and how they're living, how they're acting, uh, not just how, how much you can lift and how much fast you are or whatever it is, all those physicalities, which is critical. But are you a responsible, respectable, godly man in the form of sports? And can people look to you? That's a man of character on and off the field, on and off the basketball court. Um, and the last one, which is brand new to me, which I have a good friend, Chris Scott, who's in um, Exeter. We have some great talks, is um, faith and fiction. So basically comic books. Oh, really? And okay. theology, absolutely. Yeah. So we would talk about like Daredevil, or we'd talk about the new Captain Marvel movie, or we'd talk about the Avengers, or whatever it is, and say, okay, where are the roots in these connections with um, God? And right. so many of the movies about redemption, Bible, yeah. or about being lost. Bible, or having um, an estrangement, as we had a couple of weeks ago, the prodigal son, mm -hmm. Bible. Yeah. Um, so all those 
constant connections and then we have those great conversations and saying to people, hey, you know what, there's no difference of you and your father having an estrangement, look at the Bible, but also comic books and here. Mm. Or having struggles in our faith, like Daredevil, for example. Mm. Um, sorry about that. So uh, in those moments, or Superman, for example, had that Jesus figure. Mm. So all those critical things are going on. Uh, so yeah, sports and theology, art and theology, and also, um, what was the third one? Music sometimes, music theology. Yeah, so yeah, all yeah. those different aspects are always rooted in Christ, right. always rooted in the Bible, and it's bringing it to the people and saying, hey, here's opportunities that we can openly, honestly challenge each other. And, yeah. and they touch faith. on themes that are universal yeah. Absolutely, in a lot of different yeah. ways. And, yeah. uh, and you know, you got to take advantage of the fact that I know, um, like, my kids and a lot of their friends are really into the whole uh, Captain Marvel thing now. It's pretty yep. popular, all these Avengers yep. movies and all yep. that. And to connect some of those themes with Absolutely. faith. And how they they uh, intersect with each other, and how uh, they speak to our humanity in a lot of different ways. When you can make those connections, it 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 makes um, sometimes faith and, and scripture and the Bible and church more um, uh, tactile. Like they can get Absolutely. it, they can touch it. Right. Say, okay, now I see right. what all yeah. that means. There's someone once yeah. said to me, you know, it's in the Bible. What great uh, with great responsibility. What is it? Uh, with great power, with great great power. With great power right. comes Uncle great ben. responsibility. Yeah. Uncle ben. Yeah. said, yeah. I believe yeah. that's Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. The yeah. book of Marvel. <laughs> the book of Marvel. Yeah. Very yeah. important and yeah. powerful yeah. message. Yeah. It is. But, it is. Uh, but not it, in the Bible. But, yeah. but, but yeah. to your point, yeah, but that's, it, it sort of is the broad context of, of what we teach, right? Yeah. So. It is. So it it, it's rooted in scripture in the sense that what people what what people like uh, Spike Lee and others have done is mm-hmm. they've they've really built on large themes and those that's again it's that intersectionality that we talk right. about right if we're right. able to did you say Spike Lee yeah yeah I meant you meant Stanley I meant Stan I got meant, really confused yeah. for a second it's all good okay. <laughs> what was Spike Lee's uh, movie we did we had this conversation do the right thing, do do the right thing. thing. yeah, yeah. That's right. also uh, or the black KKK's yeah. yeah. that yeah so, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, also yeah, yeah. not a bad example actually but no, I was but meaning different shade but it's all good I'm playing here all night don't forget to tip your waitress and uh, you know, I was oh, awesome. I, I was thinking about as Rob was asking that question about your uh, talk about the work you were doing when you were when you had your own business, right? Because mm. I think that the very nature of who you are as a human being, and uh, particularly at that time having come to a deeper place of faith, yes, then that sort of has its own impact in terms of how you relate and, uh, to those, how you relate and how you interact with those in the world and, and those around you. So, yes, yeah, um, and, and those moments of uh, when I was doing the game changers. Um, Granted, we did some training on how to, you know, how to squat, how to bench, how to run fast, and all that stuff. But a critical piece was what is he talking about? Oh, weightlifting. <laughs> it's called exercise. Oh, <laughs> exercise. Oh, okay. It's this a, is not a, a language with which I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but the root was on connecting say? with these guys. Of I have squatted, by the way. Oh, well done. Not the same thing. Oh, okay. You're I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not gonna touch that one. It's uh, usually after too many hot wings. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> And the fire below. Well, yeah, the fire <laughs> below, exactly. <laughs> but how to talk to the, these young men on, on how to be great men. Yeah. So down the road, yeah. become a father, how to become a great father, how to become responsible. So those are the, that was the undercurrent. So, and then going to schools, went to New Orleans, went to Ottawa, uh, went to Guelph. Once again, they can see, okay, great, I have to get, I want to go to engineering, I need a 3.8 GPA, whatever it is. Uh, so they understand there's a sacrifice now involved in schooling and so forth. So and to be a man, you have to, there's costs. Jesus says there are, there are many costs to become my disciple. So 
it was cool at that point and also now it's just once again having that connection with comic books for example in theology once again there's a cost you want to be daredevil you want to be silver surfer you want to be galactus you want to be i don't care spider-man there's a cost right. and so yeah i want to be homer homer, homer. simpson yeah well, okay yeah. i think i've arrived you're well on your way my friend yeah. you are well on your way that's awesome that's matt groaning well done well done right. well done oh gee marge well, Steve, we can't thank you enough for taking the time dropping by. Thank you. Uh, thank sharing you your story, you. which thank again, you. Uh, now. you know, I love it. That's, that's good stuff. What, now's the moment. Now's we the need moment. to put uh, producer Ian on the spot. Ah, okay. Right? So, right, yeah. So what we'd said at the beginning was we're going to try to, after you've listened to Steve for a bit. Oh, yes. Okay. What is the song that best describes that's right. our guest? He had one for you, and he had Three. one for me. Yeah. Okay. Now we need to know who Steve is. What do you think? Uh, so I listen to a lot of Ed Sheeran. Cool. Yeah. So one of the songs that sort of reminded me of your sort of story was Eraser, where he was like, oh, wow. he was like, um, oh, what was the line? He was, um, he said something about like being a, in the choir when he was like nine and then he didn't when okay. he stopped when he was nine. But I think the song that is more representate, represent, whatever, whatever the word is. <laughs> representative. <laughs> that's the word. Yeah. Representative is, yeah. is probably Castle on the Hill because it's, it's like oh, a, wow. thank you. Yeah. That's, you probably know why. I do know. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's, yeah. There all you right. go. Well, I'm going to go home. Well, and, he uh, may know why, but why don't you tell the listeners why Castle on the Hill? <laughs> well, I mean, what do um, we all got to read your mind over the air? <laughs> well, I was gonna, yeah, I got to go. I was going to go out and buy the cassette. Yeah. I'm not buying <laughs> a cassette. cassette. <laughs> I have so many cassettes right now. I can't afford another one. So please tell us why. Well, it was like, he told the story and, and, um, Ed talks about in the song, like, one friend left to sell clothes, one works down by the coast, one has two kids, but he lives alone, and um, one's brother overdosed, and it's like, these are all, like, human things, and it's like, people do make mistakes, and people are, you know, messed up sometimes, but right. we all sort of turn around in a way, and I guess, yeah. yeah. That's great. Good. Thank you. That's well a good done. one. Thank you. Right. This Thank is why you. we have Ian this on this program. You know, exactly. like if we didn't have Ian, what would go on here? Well, we would be making <laughs> references to like the Captain and Tennille songs. And Silliness. Like yeah. Silliness. It would just be embarrassing. You know, we'd be singing the Copa, Copacabana. Yeah. That's a great place to eat, by the way. Copacabana. Okay. It's, a pla- it's a place in Toronto where it's just like two hours just of really deliciously cooked meat. They come around and they like serve it. It's amazing. I think it, we'll may be an, I think it might be America. another place besides a restaurant in Toronto. Well, obviously, but like yes. it, it's... <laughs> Just a thought. That's right. And on that note, which is food, which is That's always awesome. a good idea to start to wrap I'm hungry. Up, what I'm about you? Hungry. But Steve, yeah. thanks again, man. And uh, thank good you, luck. We'll look you. forward to thank seeing you, St. Aidan's on May the 3rd. May the 3rd. May 3rd at 7 p.m. We hope we can come out and take take part in that. All right. Thank you. Where can you find us, Kevin? Well, if you're listening to this, you found us, but we've added a few things. You can hear us on Spotify nowadays and uh, Buzzsprout um, when it uploads. And uh, we're on Tuned In, we're on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, You can probably find us posted on a bulletin board somewhere. Probably. Um, You know, whatever you need. And we'd love for you to get in touch with us for those questions, for asking anything. Any comments, remarks, feedback, questions about our guests, about the things that Steve's up to. You can email us at VickersCrossing at gmail.com. You can Twitter us. You can tweet us on Twitter at at VickersCrossing, Facebook at VickersCrossing. We'd love to hear from you guys who listen to us because uh, you always have such good feedback. So please be in touch. Right. Very good. All right. Until we get together again, thanks to Steve. Thanks to Revy Kevy, producer Ian, and the fine folks here at uh, Crossings on Hyde Park Road in London, Ontario. London. London. We hope you can drop by and visit them sometime as well. And until we get back together 
Once again, my name is Rob Henderson, and Kevin, remember to always look both ways. Before you cross the street. Thank you for listening. Our hosts are Kevin George and Rob Henderson. Our producer and composer is myself, Ian, with original artwork done by Catherine Olenek. If you have any questions or want to know where to find us, tweet us at Vickers Crossing, or find us on Facebook at The Vickers Crossing. If you have any other questions about anything heard on this podcast, leave a comment or look in the description to find out more. Thanks.